Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm your host, Chaplain Gray. Do you know someone who is a first responder? These public servants all have difficult jobs. In this series, A Special Strength, we are examining faith in that first responder community. Our guest today is Sonny Cox. He has been a public servant for 40 plus years. Let's listen in to this week's conversation with my special guest, Greenwood County Coroner Sonny Cox. Well, today on our episode of A Special Strength, I have a wonderful guest, Sonny Cox. And I met Sonny a number of years ago. Uh, He has served in this community for many years in the first responder community. And, uh, Sonny, it's uh, great to have you on the the episode here, the podcast. And uh, just tell our listeners a little bit about your service uh, to this community. Okay. Well, I was raised in the Greenwood community. And at the young age of 20 is when I got involved in uh, what I call being a public servant. I joined the Greenwood Police Department at the age of 20, uh, mm. there for 29 continuous years, and did various uh, uh, different skill levels there. Um, then I went to Sheriff's Office for six years. I ran for car eight years ago, when it was uh, unfortunately I was elected. And so I've got a total of about 43 years in it, it, it being a public servant Greenwood community. That is That is tremendous, and I know... That there's uh, there's not too many people that uh, have done so with the the, uh, the kindness and the integrity and uh, the caring uh, uh, attitude that you that you have. So I appreciate the many years of dedicated service uh, to this community. So for our listeners, again, uh, as we talk about first responders, Sonny uh, has been on on many sides of that uh, in law enforcement and now. Uh, on the on his role as the coroner, so I think his point of view today will help us a little bit as we talk about these things. So I uh, just wanted to to kind of point that out. So Sonny, I, I know that uh, you know these different folks in in the, this part of the community, uh, first responders, they see people sometimes at their very worst. They they witness some horrible things. Uh, you know, uh, deal with very difficult situations. Uh, and even now, you're dealing with families that are that are grieving. So, how do our believers, our brothers and sisters, um, you know, see, that are seeing this tragedy and brokenness? How do they how do they keep it together? How do they how do they keep their cool and and see that day in and day out? Day out? Uh, and something happens. I would I'd be willing to say every day of some sort something's going to mm-hmm. happen. Uh, Greenwood mm-hmm. is a size where we stay rather busy. Um, law enforcement, <clears throat> coroner, fire department, EMS, uh, all the first responders. Um, mm-hmm. And they keep it together because they know, and I would say most of them wear the hand of God when they go. And, and, mm-hmm. and they show it in their services to the people. They really have mm-hmm. uh, compassion for people. I see it. I hear it. We talk with each other. Uh, we mix mm-hmm. and mingle. And we all have that same mission, is, is, to, mm. is to serve Christ, number one, but to serve our community in the best we can. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So that's just a real servant's heart, and that's just part of being the job is having that kind of heart. Yeah, yeah. Well, we um, we know, we, we know, very seldom do we go anywhere. Yeah. There's, there's laughter, there's joy. Uh, everywhere we go, there's, there's some despair, heartache, and and, and uh, some unfortunate circumstances. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, is um, I'm sure that there are non-believers uh, among among the first responder community, and and I'm sure they must struggle with that and, and with with what they see. How how do you think that they are uh, handling the the stress and the and uh, the brokenness that they see as as a non-believer? What I wonder, I just wonder how they would manage that. Okay, I can surely attest to I'm a believer, a strong believer. Um, mm-hmm. Could I do it without my belief? No, sir, I could not. Mm, wow. Now, non-believers, I, I, I would dare to say I, I don't know how they feel because I, I am such a believer. But mm-hmm. I have seen some over the years that, that handled it through divorce, alcoholism, some drug addictions. I've seen it all. You know, but faith mm-hmm. of God to get you through this day to day and to be a good servant. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, what kind of things uh, do, do the folks in that community, uh, you know, the uh, in 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 what what do they do to stay strong in their faith? I mean, they that it's I mean, it's one thing to to see things every now and then, and to have a stressful situation every now and then, and 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 pick up my Bible every now and then, and and begin to pray, you know, occasionally, but. On a day in and day out basis, uh, it's got to be strong. It's got to be difficult to to really stay strong in the faith. What what kind of things do you think help uh, folks uh, stay strong in the faith as they as they face these situations? Well, regardless if you're EMT, law enforcement, uh, uh, fire department, uh, coroner's office, it doesn't matter. We all feel the same stress. Um, Mm-hmm. But when I get home, I go to a good home. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, to have good family, and that mm-hmm. kind of stresses me when I get amongst my family. Um, mm-hmm. About pleasant things, we do pleasant things, um, and cause and, and, and some we do pray together. But uh, do I think about it when I get home? Most certainly. I, I don't know of a first responder who would not go home and not think about mm-hmm. it. Uh, what kind of sure. they've had, or what kind of weight they've had. Um, mm-hmm. I just I can't fathom the thought of being a non-believer in this line of work. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure we have some, but um, I, I, I think they're in for a collision. And for right, right. Wow. Well, I know at one point I had a conversation with a number of uh, first responders and a couple of um, pastors, and we were trying to. Figure out what we could do for them, and and you know, could we have a a Bible study here or there? And and it was like, you know, with our schedules, we just it, it's just hard. It's just it's just a hard thing to to be able to uh, consistently uh, keep up with some spiritual disciplines. And I and I guess that that would be a, a real key is is how uh, how disciplined a lifestyle would somebody have. That would uh, keep up with some of those, you know, things that we're taught as, as that are spiritual disciplines. I mean, you know, rotating schedules, working midnight shifts, uh, 
being on call like yourself at any hour of the day or night um that it's got to break up the the uh <laughs> the, yes. the practices of of a good of a good believer that's right and it that, that takes a toll on you in itself the the work schedule of first responders um it, and it's not a 8 to 5 it's not monday through friday it's it's 24/7 and um, that we have to provide coverage for the Greenwood community. And, yes, that in, that in itself will take a toll on you. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. see that it, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, I, I, have close, I have close friends here, and I have close friends in all of the departments, in which I, I could always reach out to them, and they never can reach out to me. So we do mm-hmm. that. We comfort each other and... and, and uh, we have our way of communicating and, and to de-stress amongst us. Right. And I think, you know, handling the stress and having a plan to handle the stress is just a, a real, uh, a real key to surviving in this, in this uh, career, <laughs> you know, and, uh, how you do it. That, as chaplain, you know, that's, that's part of my, my role is, is after a stressful incident or a critical incident is to make sure that somebody has got a plan. How are you going to handle this stress? And uh, not just say, uh, I, I see it all the time. I just I just put it out of my mind. Because that's not a plan. Yeah, that's either. I'm telling you, <laughs> you, know. you don't just put it out of your mind. You move forward because you have to. But let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I think the municipal government, county government here in Greenwood, they do very well as far as trying to provide mm-hmm. you with uh, uh, mental assistance if needed. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they do offer that, and 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 it's good people like yourself that would conduct this for us. Um, mm-hmm. They see an employee needing help; they they will certainly provide that help to him or her. Good, good, good. That's that's good. Um, so um, I guess one of the things that uh, that I've seen and and have have started to prepare for as chaplain and. And why not is is some of the unhealthy responses, you know, to the stress. Um, and I think you said it earlier is, you know, you know, divorce or addictions. Um, certainly suicide rates are, are high am, among the first responder community. Um, so uh, are there other things that, that are that are, you know, some of those uh, unhealthy responses to the stress? I mean, how how do people, you know, uh, react that, that we that we should try to be aware of and that we should try to be able to to uh, help them with. Totally. If you see a change in somebody's behavioral pattern, somebody you work with, whether you're close to them or not, but if you just see a, a minor uh, <clears throat> change in their demeanor, their verbiage, mm-hmm. or, or just the way they carry themselves, please reach out to that person. Depression is, is rampant now, and, and this COVID-19, mm-hmm. all this is, is playing on these first responders. But uh, these are strong men and women who are the first responders, and 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 majority of us uh, uh, are certainly um, got the mindset of, of Christ first and the community second. But, uh, mm-hmm. but that's, why, that's how we push forward. But we communicate with each other. When we talk, we're, it's kind of like a fraternity. Mm-hmm. We all uh, mm-hmm. act one. Sure, sure. I, I noticed one of the things that uh, you know I've I've noticed with with many folks is uh, you know the the level of of alertness that they have to maintain. I mean, um, 
you know, even if you, I, I rode with a couple of deputies one night and, and, and we were, we were out at a restaurant and, and even there, you know, the level of alertness is just so high. I mean, you can't sit there and just relax and eat a meal. You're, you know, you're listening to a radio in your ear. You're watching your heads on a, you know, on a swivel. You know, you're looking around constantly. You know, you, you don't want anybody, you know, so much to your back. You want, you want a good field of view everywhere. You know, it's just, it's unreal. The, the, the level of alertness. Yeah, it's sad to say this day and time, it has to be that way. When I first started 40 years ago, I, you know, it, the community, it was like community policing. Everybody knew mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. And, and you didn't have people shooting the law enforcement. And, 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 and you know, if, if anything, resisting-wise, they would do it physically, but it wouldn't be bad, you know. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. now the guns are here. The the thought process of doing physical harm to somebody is out there, and and it's, yeah, yeah, and you you have to be be alert at all times, and and, and you go home and you're still kind of alert, you know, you just you just can never let your guard down anymore. Right, right, and, and that's I think that's got to be a, a hard thing when you're with family and you're trying to, you know, trying to to pay attention to them. I mean, gosh, if you're Young and have have young you know children in the home. You wanna you wanna be able to give them your attention and and uh, and yet at the same time your your eyes are wandering around and sure. you know so that 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 really guy has to take a toll. I, I see. Uh, it's a very vindictive very much so. Now, very vindictive world. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Greenwood community is not exempt from that. We have people who who doesn't like first responders. Don't care if you are. Uh, fireman or EMT or or, or deputy mm-hmm. or city officer, people just they're just not gonna like you because you are right. A right. Servant. You sure. Rep- you represent something. Right. Right. Well, and I think too, you know, sometimes we we forget about uh, you know you do have your highway patrol, you've got your campus police, uh, in 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 a lot of communities that you might even have a in smaller communities you may have the a local uh, community college or, or technical college, well, they've probably got some kind of, you know, campus of police uh, that are that have a job, and they they've got to maintain that awareness. You, you're in in every state, you've got some kind of, you know, a game wardens and, and Department of Natural Resources or, you know, state park rangers. They they all are they all are a part of that community. You know what? And, and, and um, when I speak, uh, Chaplain, I don't mean to leave any of those. Out at all, right? Right. I'm speaking because strongly because where I've been in my past, but sure. we are all included in this arena of law enforcement and servants. We all do it not for the money. That, that, that I mm-hmm. pay that now. It's not about the money. It's about making mm-hmm. community a better place to live. Now I don't mean to right. leave out the park range. I don't the highway patrol, Anders uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, public safety. They are all. We are all brothers and sisters. And right, we all got right. that same mission is to sure. provide a quality service. And, right, and that comes right. at a price. It does. It comes, um, um, we see the things we see. We deal with things. We touch. We, we, we have to handle certain things. Um, but uh, we're all in this together. Mm. That's great. Many thanks to Sonny for joining us and to you for listening today. Sonny Cox will be back next week for part four of 
a special strength. Thank you once again for joining us today on Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries. Please tune in next week as we continue our series titled A Special Strength. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can easily find us. Remember, His steadfast love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.